Hey all, I'm Bree. And I'm Kim. We are just two women who love the Lord. We are wives, mothers, daughters, and followers of Jesus. We want to talk about anything, everything, and nothing at all as it pertains to our daily Christian lives in accordance with God's Word. In a world that seems like there is really no concrete truth, we as Christian women believe the only truth comes from God's Word. The world sees the Bible as outdated, but we see it as relevant to our daily lives and the only source of truth. We invite you to join us as we pursue Jesus and together grow to become more like Him. Welcome to Relevant and True. Okay, we are officially recording our very first episode of this podcast that we have talked about for really not that long and yet it feels like a really long time. So, um let's introduce ourselves and then we'll go into like what the podcast is was, what it created, how we created it and what it's going to be. So Kimberly, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. So, hey guys, I'm Kim. Um I am a Southern California native and I am a wife and a mom. And I'm just so excited to get to join in this journey and to most of all, pursue God and pursue his truth and living according to it. And so that's something that Brie and I both have such a passion for. And as we've talked, it's like, we just want more people to join us in that journey. And we know that the hope that Christ gives us can transform and it can be such an anchor for us. And so, um, I'm just excited to be a part of this partnership, this, this podcast and see where the Lord leads it. Um, I am a homeschooling mom. I have two daughters and I went from active building a career to then COVID happening and life kind of getting flipped upside down like most people. And so, um, I think the Lord just really refined my heart. And I remember saying in the beginning of 2020, when everything shut down that I felt a strong feeling that the Lord was going to start that separation of wheat and chaff. And in that, I felt like he separated the wheat and chaff of my own heart, even of what actually matters and what's valuable. And what do I want that is worldly versus his will. And just so many, so many pieces began to kind of like either fall into place or fall away. Um, And so step-by-step I have I don't even know step-by-step, but I've just wrestled my way to this point. And so here I am, um, you know, doing a podcast, like who would have ever thought, but yet it's something that we're so excited about. And so, um, I'm just thrilled to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm Brianne Houston and, um, I am a Southern California native who lives in Tennessee and a lot of Californians live in um, the area that we live in, um, which is in East Tennessee, and they have moved here over the last couple of years since COVID. Um, but we've actually been here almost five years. We moved well before all of that. <laughs> the world changed. Um, and we really learned to listen to the Lord in that story. And I'm sure that at some point we'll tell um, that story of, of how we've learned to hear from the Lord. Mm. Um, but just, you know, being obedient and being faithful. And I would say COVID actually like the biggest thing for that. And it's not like the context of our conversation, but there's such like a pre COVID and post COVID life, I think for everybody that for me, I started learning about apologetics and I started learning, um, 
like a deeper appreciation for God's word. I think I've always, I don't think I really even saw a Bible until I was like 16 or 17, um, where my dad pulled out a Bible. And again, that's like, oh my gosh, another story for another day. But it, um, that was really the first time where I'm like, oh, people actually read that thing. Like it's not just on a shelf. <laughs> Uh, cause I didn't grow up a Christian. And so, um, but like, there's always been a reverence for God's word. And when we were locked down and we, uh, were, had more time to ourselves, of course, like I started listening to podcasts. I actually started listening to like a Jenny Allen podcast. That was my very first exposure to podcasts that went along with one of her books. And it's like, I, from that point on, I had headphones in and I was listening to podcasts, doing dishes or working out or going on a walk or like whatever mm-hmm. to the point where my kids like will literally ask me, oh, is there a podcast for that? You know, I'm teenage boys <laughs> and that's pretty much how they sound. And it's like, yes, they do. Do you want to hear? Do you want to listen? And I got my kid like hooked on one podcast in particular. Oh my gosh. Um, and he's 16. And so like just. I don't know. They're like, so they're so adverse to like the things that your parents love, right? Like teenagers. And so for him, he was like, no, you like podcasts. That's for old people. Like (laughs) kind of amazing. So, um, so I've wanted to felt like I wanted to do a podcast for a really long time. And actually Kimberly, Kim helped me with like breaking down this podcast, relevant and true coming up with the name, like working on it. And it, at first it was like, I was just going to do this by myself. But then as I got to know her and her love for the Lord and her love for God's word, I couldn't stop thinking about doing this podcast with her. And, you know, we've only known each other for a little bit. Like we've never even met face to face and like hugged each other physically, Uh, which I look forward to doing, but like we have just, God has just brought us together in this sweet relationship and with the same passion, but very different, not very different lives, but different lives. Right. Yeah. So, um, you homeschool, our kids are in a private school, but we've homeschooled for a couple of years just recently. And, um, we, I, I don't even know what I do for a living. Um, I take care of my family at this point, like, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit too, because, um, we, we are like in transition, you know, Mm -hmm. her and I both are in transition. And I think that this podcast is really going to help women who are feeling like, Hey, I never thought that I could be a stay at home mom you know, or like would only be a stay home mom. Like I've always owned a business since I had a baby. And my thought and my thinking was, I can't just stay at home. Like literally (laughs) that's how I would say it. That's what I would say all the time. Like, I can't just stay at home. Like there's no value in it. Even though (laughs) I would coach moms on the value that they brought to their family yeah. I, in my head downplayed that. Yeah. But the Lord is sweet and he teaches us and we grow and our eyes are opened as we dig into his word. And we learn that there's such a sweetness to taking care of your family and praying for your family and 
like our family couldn't afford me if they had to pay for, right? Like all the yeah. things that we do, like our family could not afford, <laughs> afford that, yeah. right? Like we are so invaluable, not only to what we do around the house, but to what we do in our kids' lives and in to support our husbands. Yeah. You know? But I think, I think that's such a way that the enemy twists things that yeah. he gets us to to think that if we don't see the value of something and it's not a monetary value, like there's no exchange for it monetarily, then it must be, you know, unvaluable instead of invaluable. And so we look for where we get that concrete value, like, Oh, I got a paycheck and I earned this much. And so I see how I'm growing. Yeah. And, and it's so, that's so not true. All of the things that are worthwhile pursuing are really going to have like that immediate valuable exchange. Yeah. With that stuff. Yeah. And I hope, I really hope that women, whether they do stay home or they have a career or they do both or whatever it is. Yeah. I just know so many women who are in the season of transition, like what you mentioned, Bree. And so I pray that this podcast is going to give them the relevance and the truth of God's word to hang on to as that anchor for their souls, as they're in the season of transition, because we know like God's word says, like for everything, there is a season. So nothing lasts forever. So even if you feel like you're not in a season of transition, well, like get, get ready because one's probably going to be coming before you know it. So the best thing we can do is to hold on to his truth and his word and surround ourselves with people who value the same thing and who are pursuing the same thing and going in the same direction as ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, um, we were talking about yesterday, talking about how, who you put in your life in terms of voices, um, that books that you read and what you're listening to really does impact who you become. And mm-hmm. so we need to think of like, we think about that all the time, right? Like, or are we going to listen to this person with our discernment ears, or are we going to listen to this person with an open heart, knowing that we are walking the same path. Like we are looking at the Lord with the same glasses. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that we do need to discern and think, but it all goes back to the truth of God's word. Yeah. And so like our intro says, like we see the Bible as relevant to our daily lives and the only source of truth. Mm-hmm. And that is how we have to stack all of the things that we do all of the, you know, the daily decisions, the everything that we do, Mm -hmm. uh, who we follow and, um, what we do in our daily lives. It does, you know, it just means that we're looking at it from a lens of how God looks at it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's also the things that we watch, right. And and expose our family to and expose ourselves to. Um, and so I'm excited to talk about all sorts of different things. Um, I know that we're going to talk about living a life of being proactive versus Mm -hmm. living a life of reaction, reactive. Um, And we're going to go more into that, but we're also going to look at how maybe how we study God's word. And we're going to look at how, you know, in kind of like layman's terms, like it isn't that long ago where I was looking at the Bible and going, what do I even do here? Like, do I just open it? 
and see where God takes me. Cause I know that he's powerful enough to just let me open it and take me exactly where he wants me to go. Or does he like want me to dig in a little bit deeper or like, like, what do I even do? And I, I gotta guess that I'm not the only one that has ever thought yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So what are you like most excited to talk about? Like, and I'm throwing you a curveball. I know. I think, I mean, I think everything as far as bringing everything back to God's word, because there's a lot of sweet sounding, Mm. empty promises and encouragements from the world. And so many of them fall short of God's word. And I think I just saw a quote, um, last night or this morning when I was reading something, but it was along the lines of like a half truth full of like, you know, sweet nothings is still like a, a, is still fully untrue. Or I forget how it said it. You've probably heard the quote and I'm pretty good at butchering things. So get used to that around here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's so true. Like a half truth doesn't make it a whole truth just because there's a little bit of truth. It just makes it fully untrue. And so the world throws so many things that sound so good, yet they just fall so short. And so I love to bring those back because there's so many lies in culture right now. Um, you know, like you are enough and like everything you have and everything you need is inside of you and you have all the answers. And I mean, there's, we can go on and on and on. And these things sound amazing and they sound empowering yet. They're so false and they fall so short. And so that's where I'm excited for us to dig into topics and things that we're going through and encountering and bring it back to what does God's word say? So I can't think of like one topic in particular, but the general, like just that general idea. And I think that's something that you and I talk about a lot, right? Is like, oh, did you see this famous person say this thing? And like how, and even if they are a famous Christian, right? Or a teacher Mm -hmm. or something. And you're like, no, that's not true. That we are so, um, we need to be so aware of the things that we believe and think. And this is something that you have taught me so much about over the last few months of like restructuring the way that we think, but Satan is, he he is like a liar, right? He's deceptive. He's deceptive. And I actually saw today, it was like, Satan knows the Bible more than you do. Yep. He is like a master theology student. He knows God. He can go to God. He asks, he believes that he exists like yep. atheists, right? Like I always think there's a book called like, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Um, I don't have it or I don't have enough faith to be an atheist or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's Frank Turek and I haven't read it yet. It, it's on my list, but like just the title alone, it's like, you have to dissect things way more to be an atheist. Like you have to ignore so many things, right? But Mm -hmm. God or Satan knows or demons are scared of the name of Jesus. Like Mm -hmm. there is power in his name for a reason. Yeah. And Satan is all over just trying to get little bits of doubt you know, it's yep. like the court of law, right? It's like just reasonable doubt. Like that's, that's all that you need to, to win your case. It's like reasonable doubt. Clearly I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. But 
it just is that same idea that like Satan just needs to get one foothold in for you to believe that you are enough or that your like Enneagram number is enough for you to be all you need to be, all you need to be mm-hmm. instead of being who you God created you to be yeah. and walking in that, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's so big. So most, yeah, most, for sure to keep you from walking in his will. And I mean, we see it in Genesis when he says to Eve, like, well, surely, you know, God didn't say you will surely die Yeah, a twist of words. And then you see it even when think about when Satan tempts Jesus in the wilderness mm-hmm. and he uses scripture against Jesus to get him, you know, like, well, throw yourself off the top of this building because God's word says he will command his angels to take charge over you. And, you know, and so he twists those things. So we think, well, yeah, but that, yeah, of course, yeah. that's got to be a good, it sounds good, but yeah, it's so deceptive and it's such a trap. And so I think that's where I'm really excited for us to dig into those things and to dig into, even just like you said, catching, what are we believing and what are we saying? Yeah. I mean, I can't think of how, I can't even tell you, you know, God love memories and like the whole, um, you know, when Facebook or Instagram will show you what you posted five years ago, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen something I said, I mean, and I know I'm guilty of posting the, you are, you are enough or you are worthy kind of thing. And I like cringe at my words because my heart was in the right place. And I just was, you know, like just off just a little bit. And you think of that analogy that you hear where like if a rocket, if if an airplane were to change its direction just by one degree, it will suddenly be so off track. So we could be so close. We could be 99% on track and we just say something that's just 1% off of scripture and we've gone so far astray. So yeah. Yeah. Clearly this is a topic we were going to talk about a lot because we both are like, so (laughs) passionate. Yes. And I love that you said that because it's so true. Like you and I both have been in places of like women empowerment and we're strong and lead your business and all these kind of things that like you said, it's like, it looks good, but it's just sounds great. Yeah. It sounds great. And it, you know, it's not like most of the world would go, Oh, that's horrible. Right. Like most of the Christian world wouldn't even turn and go, Oh, you believe that? Like, so on course to what the world says that it does it. Like once your eyes are open to it, it's like, Oh my gosh, where do we get real truth? Well, we get it from the Bible yeah, and, and that's it. That's it. So Um, I wanted to like, maybe wrap up this episode, um, because as you were talking, I was thinking about church last night or yesterday. And, and one thing that, um, their pastor said was as we understand our sin and we understand like that, that there is a measure of which people who go to heaven have to have like this level of perfection, right? They, they have to look like God, right? But we can't meet that on our own. Like there's nothing that we can do on this earth ever to meet that perfect blood of Jesus, like to meet that expectation of who Jesus is in this level of 
no sin ever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know of a lot of people who just believe that if you're a good person, you're going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And that is one of those lies that the right. world wants you to know. Like Satan wants you to believe that a hundred percent with all your soul wants you to believe that if you're a good person or you're not as bad as that person, mm-hmm. that you're going to heaven. And when we can understand that even a single little lie, or when we can understand that we are way, way worse than even just understanding that single little lie, that the need for a savior becomes so much bigger. Mm-hmm. And when we understand God's word, we see the truth of who Jesus actually is. He didn't create one way to heaven because he was this horrible, like exclusive God. Mm-hmm. He created that. So it was easy to find him so that yeah. it was easy to get there. And I think that it's just really important for us to share, like, it is not complicated to follow yeah. Jesus. It's actually a, the least complicated way to get to heaven than other religions say, right? Yeah. And so I think that um, we want to encourage you to, if you're listening to this and not knowing what on earth we're talking about, but the Holy spirit is drawing you in. If you are still listening to this and you don't know Jesus, you're here for a reason. And Mm -hmm. I just pray that you find what you're looking for. And if you continue to press in, you're going to hear about Jesus. So Yeah. 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 Do you have any other thoughts that you want to share? I don't know. I think we've said, I think we've shared it all. (laughs) I think we just recorded our first episode. Yeah. That's so exciting. That's awesome. um, Do you want to pray real quick? Pray us out and then we will. Yeah. I'm going to pray us out. All right. Lord, thank you so much for this chance to gather together. And I thank you for the ears that are listening. And I pray that you would just speak to and soften the hearts. You have a purpose for everything. You have a purpose for the listener. You have a purpose for the words we have to share. And so we pray that it would all point back to you and for your glory and for your bigger story and purposes. So um, thank you for the opportunity for this podcast. I pray that it would just touch the hearts and lives of those listening. And, um, we're just so grateful and we praise you. We're in awe of everything you're doing. And so we just thank you so much, father. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye guys.